For my ally is the Force. And a powerful ally it is. Life creates it. Makes it grow. Its energy surrounds us and binds us. Luminous beings are we, not this crude matter. You must feel the force around you. You, between you, me, the tree, rock, everywhere. I am a Jedi, like my father before me. You don't know the power of the dark side. If you strike me down, I shall become more powerful than you can possibly imagine. I got a bad feeling about this. Episode 410 of Blue Harvest. I'm your host, Paul's Burkhardt. And I'm your host, Will Witten. We're back, buddy, after a week off. After a week off. You, Will went to the beach. I, well, I also went to the beach. If the beach is just sitting on my couch and playing video games instead of recording Blue Harvest last Thursday. So, Right. <laughs> um, so, buddy, uh, yeah. There's a, there's a beach story to be told. There is a beach story to be told. Boy, howdy is there. Um, Boy, howdy is there. And we got some, I think we got some pretty decent stuff to talk about this week. So we'll do that. We'll hear from our friends, you know. Just ease back into it, man. You know, it's only been a Very week cool. off. Do we have good Star Wars <laughs> news, you said? Yeah, I think we got some cool stuff. You know, still, you know, you got to scrape a little bit, you know, to get yeah. the good. Yeah, I mean, it's, good it's those times. Yeah. It's the scraping times. So listen, before we jump into that, you guys should go to myweirdfoot.com or blueharvest.rocks for all your Blue Harvest needs. Find links to all our social medias, to our Patreon, where I have been feverishly watching and reacting to Star Wars Rebels. My well, goodness. I'm on pace to finish it before... I knew you would. I knew you well, would. You were all like, "No, nah, probably." Won't. I don't know, I man. Like, so I got, totally gonna. I got a whole half of season three and then season four to watch. It's not like I don't have a lot left. You know, I don't want to count on anything. You know, Keep it, was it one of those things where the episode counts shrink as the seasons go on? So it's weird. The first season is like seventeen episodes. Season two and three are twenty-two episodes, and then season four is. 16 episodes so the first and last season are shorter and the two middle seasons are longest it's 75 episodes total <clears throat> and i i passed the halfway point a few days ago um in my rewatch so i'm over halfway there okay. at this point that's um, pretty cool if you guys want to check that out support the podcast patreon.com slash blue harvest podcast thanks to all our patrons you guys are the best so will hands down before we hear the um, 
the beach story, I do want to give a shout out because something happened this week. I know you ain't been around a lot, Will. But the, yeah. uh, the old Bad Motivators released their last episode. What? Yep. Hanging it up. Throwing in the towel. Are you serious? Yeah. They did their last episode. Episode 333. I know, man. I just don't know why those dudes can't get along. They just fucking hate each other, bro. <laughs> they hate each other so much. And, like, I'll be talking to Eric and be like, come on, man. And then I'll be talking to Luke and I'll be like, come on, man. Just He's not that bad. Yeah. They, you guys don't need to hate each other. You're the bad motivators. But, man, boy, do they hate each other. One time, you know what, I, what happened one time, Will? Is I overheard Luke Cruiser say to... Eric Struthers from Hell's Heart, I stab at thee. Oh my! And goodness. I oh shit! Shakes. I got out of there, bro. I hit the dusty trail. Psh, I'm out. So, Mountain. shout out to them for 333 hate-filled episodes. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, so buddy, how was Gulf Shores? Oh man, it was predictable. Mm -hmm. Is what it was. Let me ask you this: It was Gulf Shores. So I know Liam got a hermit crab. Liam did get a hermit crab. Status update on said hermit crab. Hermit crab is still alive. Okay, uh, just chilling. We have, you know, fed and watered him. Um, he doesn't do much. You know, he just chills. Uh huh. But he ain't dead. Okay. What's the hermit crab's name? Which I, uh, the, the, the hermit's name, it, uh, the hermit crab's name was Sally Cute Face, but it has been, uh, since changed to Sally Witten because she is part of our family and oh. so she needs to have our last name. Sally Witten, so. the, the hermit crab. Now mm -hmm. I'm going to ask you updates. Okay. Street name Cute Face. Street name Cute Face. I'm going to ask you updates about Sally Witten. All right. Okay. Every week we're going to yeah. check in with Sally. Absolutely. <sighs> he is sad that she is alone and he is trying to hit his mama up to order a couple more. So uh, he has company. Can you mail order a, a hermit crab? You sure can. They uh, don't come in singles. They come in at least pairs and they come tightly wrapped in uh, just like brown paper. The, you know uh, a lot about how they ship. Did the hermit crabs get delivered already, Will? How do you know how much how, how much about how they ship them? I have no idea. My wife wouldn't tell me if she ordered more hermit crabs. They would just show up. But I do know about how they ship them because she was asking me about them, and I was looking into it as well. Ah, um, okay. The, uh, the, card, the card that they come with says that they can survive up to 10 days without food and water. So if you go on vacation, you know, as long as you put food and water out when you leave, they're fine. When you come back, go on vacation for a week. Um, that's what makes me think that they ship fine. Oh, okay. You know, something's got a 10-day shelf life. Like, yeah, I mean, they ship, do got a shell. You know. They do got yeah. a shell. 
Yeah. Oh man, I can't wait for hermit crab updates. I'm invested in I, this. I'm invested in this more like than I was me. invested in season three of The Mandalorian, bro. <laughs> I can't wait. I don't wait. Think ordering them in the mail is surefire either, especially in the heat of summer. Sure, like, you give it better be, be a, a fucking really tiny cool little crab boil in that pot. World's <laughs> smallest clam bacon when it shows up on my. Me doorstep. and Will are just babbling at the same time. <laughs> be a fucking mini crab boil in there. <laughs> yep. It will. Ooh. Man. Well, I wish the best for Sally. It's hard out there for a hermit crab. It is. In that hermit crab trade. Hermit you just go into a souvenir shop on the Gulf Coast of Alabama and they're selling crab. Crab oh, dude, pets. They had some that were huge, Hawes. I'd never seen hermit crabs this big. We're talking like baseball, softball size. Uh-uh. No. Hermit crabs. That would freak me out, man. It's big. It's, it's too big. much like a like, it, like a a spider in knight's armor for me, bro. <laughs> yeah, it was like, big. It, had, it was like I had a like a menacing kind of feel to it. You're like, ooh, not sure I want one of those. Yeah, what if his ass is aggressive? You go mm-hmm. feed him. What do you feed a hermit crab, Will? It come with a little what you would think was like a seasoning shaker of it's some sort of granulated something. Oh. It's kind of like sand, but it's not sand. I'm sure it's you probably just, what do you just very you sprinkle it in a little tiny sized hermit crab bowl. Yeah, tiny little dish. Yep, and along the stairs up to the dish. I think it's probably dehydrated, pulverized vegetable right. of some nature. Huh. Probably some leaf or you know something cellulose. Because of the other things it suggested that they could eat, it was all fruit and vegetables. Oh, they said they are omnivorous, though. You should fucking set him up. Flick him a piece of sashimi every now and then. You should should set that dude up occasionally. You know what I mean? Put out a little smorgasbord, a little bit of finely sliced salmon. Yeah, fuck yeah, man. Get him greens. Get Sally, Sally, cute face Witten set up with a hermit crab shark charcuterie board bruh that's right little fruits and vegetables little ranch dip so she could take a little tiny little celery stick and dip it in a tiny little ramekin of ranch we don't know how many days you got left but we're gonna make them eating right bro to the end. you're gonna be listen you you got the you got the short end of the hermit crab stick you got fucking put into the hermit cat crab tr- trade at gulf shores alabama we're going to try to make this work as much as we can, Sally. You're part of the family my kid, now. My kid just wanted a pet so bad. Oh. And he was like, I was like, all right, well, you're going to clean his tank out. He's like, well, can it be like you clean it out most oh. of the time? And then I clean it out sometimes. I was like, hey, this ain't how this works. Bro, you he clean it already out started. Every time. He already and started with the negotiation. He tried. He tried me in the beginning to mm. not have to clean the cage granted he's on you know we haven't been home a full week so i haven't cleaned his so cage yet but i'm sure i will speaking of pets will sean hoffman yeah. he sent a pat i was streaming today and i he's in chat and he goes hey did walter get a package today and i oh. said what do you mean did walter get a package today and he says well it says it was delivered and i said well okay what size package are we talking mailbox or front door Says mailbox. I go and check, and sure enough, there's a package to, uh, addressed to Walter White Burkhart in the mail. Adorable. Mm-hmm. You know that goes. I, I was like, respect. Yep. And in there is like a baggie filled with cat toys. 
Oh, that's and really nice. Apparently, the cat toys were marinating in something called silver vine, which I guess is kind of like catnip, but a little more uh-huh. potent. Yeah. And I, I only bring it up because it's a good story. But secondly, if you hear something crazy in the background, it has these cats lit up like fucking <laughs> like the Lost Boys up in here, bro. Uh, oh, my goodness. They are flipping out about these things. And you got the uh, the feline ecstasy toys. <laughs> I I literally I showed up just a little later to start recording than I wanted to because I was sitting here watching Walter gather them one by one into a pile, and then one of the other cats would sneak up and take one, and he'd go after it. Like it's that's funny. It's fucking Lord of the Flies with cats over these things, man. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> so. You guys go to uh, Souvenir City. You're coming home with Sally the Hermit Crab. Were there any other souvenirs or tchotchkes purchased? A, at Souvenir City? a handful of you know, t-shirts. A handful mm-hmm. of t-shirts. I got Liam a shark tooth necklace. Oh, that's right. I forgot you told me. a puka shell necklace. Not the spiky kind, but mm-hmm. like the rounded puka shells. And then it's got a... Does he wear it every day? He hasn't worn it. Ever. He wore it like as soon as I got it for him, and then uh, he took it off to do you know go to the beach and go to the pool. And he he hasn't put it back on yet, but I I he will. I'm sure he he really liked it when I got it for him. He said I got to accessorize. Like there's a time yeah. and a place. Right. Doesn't fit my vibe right now. The puka shell with the shark tooth. Man, yeah. pff, you want to know someone who definitely had a shark tooth necklace and probably wore it when it was definitely not cool for me to be wearing it was y- your pal Halls. Dude, that's oh, why I got him when I had one when I was a little kid. I, I know, was buddy, little kid. I wish I could say I was a little kid. This was probably middle school, bro. Well, that's okay. What Rocking the shark tooth. Then your shark tooth necklace guy in middle school? Yeah. It's only bad if you wear it with your great white shark t-shirt. I don't think I ever had a great white. I did have a, I had a shirt that we got at the beach one time that had a, a white tiger on it. Oh, of nice. course, I'm the kid that would go to the beach and be the like, white oh, tiger beach. Let me get the white tiger shirt. You sure you don't uh, want a dolphin? <laughs> nah, man. I don't fucks the, with dolphins. I fucks with tigers. <laughs> just a big ass head of a white tiger on a black because i also was the kid that went to the beach and got a black t-shirt as the souvenir t-shirt oh nice yeah man i was like you know what will make me look less fat a giant white tiger head on my chest on a black t-shirt looks like a shitty <sighs> chest tattoo <laughs> one of my favorite things was always to like pick a pocket knife too like my kid's not old enough for a pocket knife but i'll tell you i was disappointed the pot and the knife counter has become shit these days i don't know if it's just knives aren't popular like pocket knives or you know other kind of <laughs> knife collecting isn't popular but yeah. like the stuff they had in the case the case was empty basically and what was in there was garbage you know i don't know uh, I, I don't ever remember coming out of Souvenir City with a pocket knife. I had a pocket knife, cause, but I had to, you know, they don't let you through the door at the Bo- American Boy Scout Association without a pocket knife. Without a pocket, pocket knife. Um, try to show up for a scout meeting without a pocket knife and see what happens. From my recollection, one of the greatest tourist trap-like pocket knife 
places was in Gatlinburg, Tennessee. They had like crazy knife oh, counters and swords bro, and now, pocket knives and shurikens and I have been and... to I have been to Gatlinburg not that long ago, like 2019. Yeah, it was right before uh-huh. the pandemic, and they still got the pocket knives. <laughs> I went into one of those knife stores and they had a full size replica <laughs> of Cloud's Buster Sword from Final Fantasy, and you know I considered it. You know oh, I was hell. like, oh well, I found like, I found my souvenir and bring it home for fucking. And I should have. I, I should have. Now looking back, I should have. You should have got that Buster Sword. Uh-huh. I'm, uh, the one I see is like the Master Sword. Sometimes oh, there's yeah. a. They'll have the sword uh, and the shield at the the high rule. Yeah. yeah, I've seen it at the mm-hmm. um, the what is it the the flea markets? Oh, but they're never in good condition, dude. Like they're kind of like the bad replica or whatever, like like the knockoff of the knockoff. Every single convention I've ever been to, including Star Wars celebrations, there's somebody selling that damn Zelda sword. Yeah, just at a random booth varying degrees of quality i've seen some good ones but they're not cheap yeah that's the thing is that, that ain't the kind of th- for a good one yeah like if i as a kid going into souvenir city and be like can i get the replica master sword from zelda my parents would be like you can get the replica go get your ass back out to the station wagon we'll be out with a hermit crab and you'll like it my uh i remember one time my mom wouldn't let me have a sword but she got me like this letter opener it was a katana letter <laughs> opener and I was oh like, my god hey mom can i get know, a katana no self, the whole ride home was you know whipping that thing out of its little <laughs> its little sheath like, yeah. like i just like the ninja master dude i just like the mental image of you as a kid with a full-size katana on the beach because <laughs> i can see it in my head what you would have been doing i've seen what grown-up will has does when he's got a katana in his hands yeah it would have looked like the scene from karate kid where daniel-san is practicing the crane kick on the log yep man no i i never came away with a weapon at souvenir city do they still got those weird um they're like a frame that's filled with water or colored liquid and it's got sand in it and you like flip them and the sand slowly drifts to the other side you know i don't know uh i know what you're talking about but i i can't say that i saw one when i was there Mm. Um, I did see the baby sharks in a bottle, you know, like in the uh, Listerine or whatever. Yeah, I didn't like that shit as a kid either. And I don't like that either. And I don't even fucks with sharks, but I don't like that. I don't want to see there a were shark some, in a bottle. Some sets of full jaws. You know, there are the preserved alligator heads. Yeah. There is. There's a lot the, of death for sale in yeah, Souvenir right. City. A lot of sell you a lot of Souvenir City. Sell you a lot of death in Souvenir City. I totally forgot uh, about the baby sharks in the jars. That's fucked up. And you the know, there's guns, some, you know, like the literal cork pop guns yeah. and cap guns. And do you know, there's some fucking serial killer kid that's like, I want that shark in a jar. Hey, mom, can I get a shark in a jar? And they're like, Yeah, if you'll just leave us alone, you know, he'd be opening that jar, mm-hmm. sticking his finger, poking that dead shark, serial killer little kid. You know the little jewelry box with like red felt all over it and then studded with like seashells? Oh oh yeah. Oh yeah. 
lots of seashell and seashell related merchandise and souvenir city. Picture frames, jewelry box. Did I coasters. mention that when you go into Souvenir City, you walk through a giant shark's mouth? Did we talk yeah. about that? Okay. Yeah. Right. And there's one next door that has a squid, a giant squid. On That's top of it. new. That was not there when I was a kid. Or octopus. I mean, yeah, it wasn't there when we were a kid. The shark's been there since we were a kid. So what's the new place with the octopus? What's it called? What's it got it's going equal, on? I don't know if it's the same Souvenir City, but it's right next door to Souvenir City. I think it's just another they store. They expanded. Yeah. Whoa. Yeah. Oh, dude, you haven't. Okay. You know where the hangout is? Yeah. Right across from the hangout is this weird, like, super expensive Miami-style sort of, like, mini-condo thing. It's crazy. Like, they're trying to turn that stop into the spot i guess like mm. there are condos going up on that strip you know where the dipping dots place and all those businesses like pizza hut and stuff that were on the strip like a lot of those are shutting down and getting bulldozed and like turned into like on the strip uh-oh condos and houses and stuff man how busy was it how, so like because i remember super super busy yeah i remember a couple of times going to the beach at Gulf Shores, and that show was busy because that was like yeah. the Burkhart uh, summer vacation spot was Gulf Shores. Not yeah, too long. Uh, my of a drive. family started in Panama City, Panama City when we were kids, mm. and then I guess that was before the rise of Gulf Shores. And as Gulf Shores started gaining popularity and stuff, we started coming to Gulf Shores. Mm -hmm. They had the Foley Outlet. They had oh the Foley Outlet the water park. Did y'all go to the Foley Outlet, Will? No, I didn't oh, go to the Foley Outlet. Bro, do you remember that store, Big Dogs? Do you oh, remember yeah. Big Dogs Absolutely. Clothing? Big Dogs. Yeah. Bro, go go on go on summer vacation, go to the Foley Outlet and walk out with a Big Dogs shirt. Dude, that's so funny because I my, I always wanted to go to the Fossil store. I wanted to get a Fossil watch or like a Fossil wallet. This man said he's trying to get an accessory. I said I'm trying to get a statement piece. He said, "I want a, I want a T-shirt with a Harley Davidson jacket. I want no. dogs with bandanas. Yeah, it's all. It's a great, uh, no, yeah, Saint Bernard, great Bernard. Mm -hmm. Let's see, is Big Dog's clothing still? It is. It's still a thing. Let's see. Let's see. Oof, they're a little maga y Oh, oof. this ain't the Big Dog. Oh, hold on now. Do you see this, Will? Do you see this?" Did it hang up on Will? Will, are you here? It hung up on Will. Hey, buddy. Man, my bad. Oh, you're fine. My, uh, my Skype's having a problem. Where when I try to I... screen share, yeah, um, it uh, it disconnects the call. It did it the other day when we were recording High Potion too. So, gotta figure that out. But yeah, Big Dogs is definitely still a thing, and it's some of it's a little bit. Mm, mm, big maga dog it looks like is it really yeah i gotta get a vintage big dog shirt you know what i mean they used to do like yeah uh they had like uh movie parodies remember it'd be like dog wars and it would be the big dog from the mascot posed like he was yeah. in a star wars poster and shit you know i had that one you know i had that one now they've got him like he's the big dogs he's a fireman and he's a basketball player Maybe they don't. Ooh, Iron Dog. Nope, they still do. They have Tony Bark in Iron Dog. Nice. Ooh, how much? Damn. I see Big Dog still 
commands a premium. Yes, mm. I got a. I does Steel know about big dogs? Maybe he needs to get some of these to sell at a shop. shop. <gasps> Will they got episode three dog wars revenge of the sniff and it's oh no bark vader um pet me i'm a doggy anakin skywagger doggy Wan kenobi mace wind dog they didn't really they could have done a little better with that emperor pal pup teen Oof. and yo dog man some of these pun names are tortured so, uh, we're going to fucking pull the brakes on this bit. I was about to say, we need to abort because this mm -hmm. is going down. The big dogs. I'm getting some big dog shirts, though. We're going down I'm the 90s I'm, nostalgia. I'm, it's over for me, Will. I'm just going to be the big dogs guy again. You need a big dogs 9-11 never forget. <laughs> Limited edition. Um, so... You know, we're both kind of excited for that Star Wars Outlaws game that's supposedly coming out next year. Um, uh -huh. And they had sort of a Comic-Con presentation for it and just gave a little more context. Nothing major. Um, but they did say, you know, in the trailer you see, I can't remember the name of it, it's a new planet. But they also said that Tatooine is one of the planets you can go to. <laughs> and they spent a lot of time talking about how you know, they want, you know, new stuff and very familiar stuff. And, you know, given the story they're telling, it's a, it's a location that makes sense with, like, the Moss Eisley Cantina and Jabba's Palace. And, you know, the thing that fascinated me is they were like, we always wondered, like, how, how far in between, like, how, is, how far is it from Moss Eisley to Jabba's Palace, for, for instance? And they're like, you'll be able to... Play the, you know, play the game and figure that out. Oh, that's cool. It's appropriately scaled. Um, they also said that you can start taking jobs for Jabba and even betray him. Oh, wow. You know I'm going to betray Jabba. Betray him and have the bounty out for you. Have yeah, bounty hunters, yeah, Jabba's man. bounty hunters mm -hmm. coming to hunt your ass down. That sounds awesome. I saw that and I was like, ooh, all right. Please be good. Please be good this game. Please Even I get bored at sometimes. <laughs> right. Um so that was sort of all we've heard about, you know, since then. I mean, Comic-Con was only a couple weeks ago. Um but yeah, it sounds like they are they're trying to do like the Star Wars open world game that hasn't been done yet. Right? So right. I'll be interested to see how it turns out because, I mean, that f fruit is ripe for the picking. Right. Ubisoft are known to promise a lot with their games, and sometimes it does Over -promise not. Over-promise and yep. under-deliver. Yep, exactly. Damn, you're smart, Will. That's well, the, I can't, bro, that's I can't the claim but, that. <laughs> um, another interesting thing that's been going around is, so I guess... The guy who was announced as doing the Lando series is a guy named Justin Simeon. He's the director of that Haunted Mansion movie that's out now, right? Okay, cool. Well, I guess he's no longer writing or working on Lando, and it's because Donald Glover and his brother Steven are signed on to write Lando. Okay, so it looks like if this is true, and I think it's coming from like Variety and Deadline and stuff, which 
not always, but are a little more reliable than just random internet chatter or YouTube. <laughs> um, seems like this could be the case. And if that's the case, then you got to think it stands pretty good chance of getting made eventually. Obviously, there's no writing going on on it now. I did think from was, what I understand, the two of them are very good writers. Yeah, you know, I think they were working on a Deadpool animated show that was going to be. This on, is what I remember. Yeah, they were going to be on FX, and it got axed. And I think it got axed because of the whole Disney buying 20th Century Fox. Oh, okay. Um, but yeah, I I kind of like the sound of that man. That could be pretty fucking cool. Like, there's. I agree. Like, uh, Donald Glover clearly has a lot of interest in playing the character again. Remember when we watched that interview with him a few weeks back? So, yeah, it'd be interesting. Be interesting to see how long this whole strike shit still keeps going on, too, man. It could. It looks like it'd be a long least. one. It the, does, doesn't it? I remember how long it felt back when the last one happened. Because the last one happened when like heroes season two and lost season four we're going mm -hmm. that's why lost season four is so short just because of and that was like, like 2008 2009 yeah i want to say it was 2009 because i moved here no 2008 yeah i think it was 2008 um but yeah um i mean that pretty much killed heroes yeah that's i mean that seems to be the sort of post-mortem analysis on that show, Heroes. There was that. no coming back after that. Yeah, I mean, you know, when a few years back, remember when, like, X-Files came back and stuff and, uh -huh. and did new seasons? You know they did a new season of Heroes. Not that I long I thought ago. they did, like, a reborn, like a, mm. I don't know, like a, it's, it's, I thought it was, like, a retelling. No, no, it's, it's a, it is a reboot plus some of the old characters show up from the one okay. episode I watched. But when they announced that, that they were doing that, I was like, you know what? I never finished Heroes. I, I dipped out like middle of season two. Maybe I'll just watch it. Maybe, what if it's not that bad? And then it'll be all caught. You know, I like to get caught up for shit. They'll be all caught up when the new one starts. Bruh, didn't make it through. Didn't make it to the end again. Can't do it. Can't do it, man. You know? Shout out fucking Greg Grumberg, though, man. He's a real one. Who's that? Uh, Matt Parkman. Snap Wexley. Okay. That guy, huh? All right. He's the cop, huh? I can read minds. Uh-huh. That was a cool power. Yeah. All right. <clears throat> What's up next? <clears throat> um. Oh. So, you know, Star Wars has got its, like, databank system on the website. So you can go on the website and read, like, little biographies and stuff about characters. And you remember right. the Inquisitor-looking dude in the Ahsoka? I can't remember if he was in a trailer just in steel, still images, right? Right. Like the armored-up-looking Inquisitor guy. They have a new databank entry for that character. His name is Merrick. Which fucking, uh, I'll get into it in a second. This is what it says. Once an Inquisitor hunting Jedi for the Empire, the mysterious Merrick now works as a mercenary hide by Morgan Elsbeth to carry out dark deeds. 
Fully encased in battered battle armor, the warrior still carries a red double-bladed saber with a circular hilt. So he's a former Inquisitor that now... You, do you remember who Morgan Elsbeth is, Will? No. You remember in the first Ahsoka episode in The Mandalorian, the lady that rules over the planet that uses okay. the Beskar staff? That uses the Beskar staff? Yeah, she's, she is coming back in Ahsoka. She's showing back up, that same character. Okay. That's, who it, that's her. <clears throat> now, what makes me nervous... Is Merrick sounds a little too close to Gay- Galen Merrick, which is the fucking Sam Witwer from The Force Unleashed. If yeah. that's who this turns out to be, bro. I bet it um, is, dude. I bet you better come on. you better gird your loins. Bro, come on, Filoni. Don't do that, man. I'm still on your you know side. He Polo. He's not going to, man. He's not going to you know do that. He is. He's not going to do that. Will. He can't resist. Do. He can't help no, himself. No, on. he's not going to do that, Will. He's not going to do that. They're not going to do that. I, Opportunity for unnamed evildoer, star no. killer type? No. No, Will. Stop it. Stop fucking with me. You know you're just fucking with me now. You fucking hey, with me Hey, in the video purpose. games, his house Merrick was like... That was where the rebel symbol came from. Yeah, that ain't that ain't canon anymore, and for good reason. You hope? No. <laughs> you hope. This man said. Wait till that you motherfucker hope. shows up you with hope. the rebel symbol on his Will. his black tunic. I like this. Hey, man, I ain't some some fucking rude redneck at Gulf Shores. You ain't got to come at me like this, Will. Oh, don't even wow. tell me. <laughs> that ain't him, Will. Ooh. I we ain't even told that story yet. Hold up. So there's there's also a data bank entry for Shin Hati, the eager apprentice of Balin Skull. Shin Hati is adept at lightsaber combat, a skill she uses in their work as mercenaries aligned to Morgan Elsbeth, the former magistrate of Calodan. So the, her and Ray Stevenson, not Ray Stevens, are mercenaries. Uh-huh. That's interesting. They're like former Jedi for hire as mercenaries, I guess. Mm. Interesting. Balin Skull it's a way is, to get the job done. Balin Skull is a lightsaber wielding mercenary for hire, overseeing his apprentice Shin Hati. But make no mistake, although there was a time when Skull knew the acclaimed Jedi Knight Anakin Skywalker. Balin is no Jedi. Now aligned to Morgan Elsbeth, the former magistrate of Calodan, after the fall of the Jedi and the Empire, Skull remains a shrewd fighter in search of power who believes that another war is inevitable. Dang. I People have probably been reading these for weeks and I just stumbled across this. I'm super fascinated. I got to back out. Just sit here and read data bank entries. Who am I? Wikipedia? Huh? <laughs> Wikipedia. So do you want to tell you the friendly? beach story, Will? Or do you Oh, I'm happy to. Okay. So um can I set it up in one way? Oh my goodness. Go ahead. One day I'm at work and I get a text from Will because we've got like a little group chat where we just send dumb memes. And I'm sending them going like, well, I hope he doesn't watch this one in front of the family. Some stupid meme, right? And we finally get a response from Will that just says, oh, man, 
Almost got in a fight at the beach today. Can't wait to tell that story on the podcast. <laughs> and I was like, oh my God, what a teaser. Um, and by the way, if you fucking come hang out on stream, twitch.tv slash blueharvestpod, you would have already heard this. You would have heard the first version. Yeah, version the, one. The, the heated, original telling. The heated retelling. Yeah, Will was fired up. Jeez. I can't promise you I still won't get hot. Uh, I know, man. It's about one. it this time. All right, well, take it away. If I can set the scene for you, right? Like, I have taken the family down to the beach. We've taken the chairs and the umbrellas and all the stuff for the baby and the other kids, you know, toys and boogie boards and goggles and baby snacks and the little mini kiddie pool that we fill with seawater so the baby can sit in it. And, uh, damn, y'all got a lot of gear. Y'all take to the beach. Holy shit, bro. Tell me about it. <laughs> uh, so we get down there, get everybody kind of set up, everybody settling in. And, uh, Liam wants to go play in the water. He says, mama, will you come play in the water with me? And she's like, yeah, sure. So they start heading for the water and we're pretty close to the front. I mean, maybe 30 yards to the surf. Um, fairly close, you know, there's nobody in front of us, so I can see the surf and, uh, we're on the first row mm -hmm. and immediately out in front of us, there's a cluster of adults that are in their inner tubes in the beers in hand. And they're, you know, laughing back and forth, chit chatting and bullshitting, but in front of them on the sand, just out of the reach of the water, there is a giant speaker. And I'm, when I say a giant speaker, I'm talking the one that looks like a carry-on luggage. It's got the extendable bar for you to drag it behind you because you can't pick that bitch up. You <laughs> roll it like fucking luggage. Uh, they got that bitch set up, and it's pointed out at the ocean at them, and it's cranked way up. And someone comes out of the water to change the song from I don't know. It was something pretty benign. I don't even remember what they had it on, but they put on Colt 45 by Afro Man. And I went to high school in the early thousands. <laughs> I grew up with this. I know exact. I know word for word every lyric in Colt 45 by Afro Man. And as soon as it comes on, I was like, oh, like surely they're about to change this, right? Like someone didn't put this on on purpose. Like there are families in every direction that you can see. The beach is packed. We got good seats, so we're right smack dab in the middle from where the beach walk down is. The the least amount of space. I got up at 6 a.m. to put these fucking chairs in the sand, right? Like, I got primo front row. And uh, so this song comes on, and my wife looks at me, and I look at her, and I know what she's going to do. She just goes over there to the lady, and she's like, hey, I'm not trying to, you know, ruin your good time. Can you know? Do you mind picking another song, you know, for my, my kids because it got to the part that was very explicit. Yeah. Uh, yep. About fucking everywhere and every which kind of way, and uh, and this is where things take a turn. <laughs> uh, it escalates quickly. It escalates quickly. Um, the. The woman obliges, changes the song, and as soon as the song changes, the drunken, uh, deranged redneck crowd out in the water 
start saying, fuck you, Karen. Go home, Karen. Fuck you. You know, fuck you, you fucking Democrat. If you want to fucking raise oh a family, oh go to God. a different fucking beach. This isn't the fuck, you know, this isn't for fucking kids. Go the fuck home, this, that, and the other. And I, I can hear all this. And she has since taken Liam down the beach a little bit. I, she says she didn't hear them say this, but I know that she did. And when they started saying that, like, I stood up. Uh-oh. I stood up Uh-oh. and I was standing there and um, I have the baby at this point, right? So I've got the baby on my hip. I stood up and as soon as I stood up, they're like, fuck, what you going to do? What you going to do? And they're using like all kind of terrible homophobic written yeah, slurs. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just yeah. coming at me, trying to bait me. And I'm just standing there. I'm standing there and I'm taking it and I'm thinking like, and it's the meme in that situation like, I the meme where the lady's making all the calculations in her head. <laughs> right. Like, there is shit running through my head. I'm like, they're in the water. I don't stand a tactical advantage running to meet them. Uh, like you've got my high best advantage is on the hold beach. Up, like, hold on, Will. And I'm, Will. I turn around and I look at my sister in law. <laughs> I say her hands are empty. I can hand this baby off. Like, uh, I I'm making the calculations of how I'm going to execute this if I really have to, and, um. I st- I'm standing there and they're just they're jawboning right they're just talking the max amount of shit they can talk using as much profanity as possible and I I'm like all right well I guess I guess we're either gonna do this or we're not so I gave them the quack 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 right the Uh-oh. one where you take your hand and like you do the the alligator chomp or the duck quack 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 basically saying talk 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 like right. you're all you're all shit and so I turn around with the baby. And I'm, I'm headed back to my seat to give the baby to my sister-in-law because I'm like, surely that was provocation enough. Somebody's coming out of the water. So I'm right. going to hand the baby off and turn around and receive whoever's going to come take some ass whooping. And nobody came out of the water. And so I hand the baby to her and I stand there for a minute. And like I'm waiting because I thought surely my provocation was going to be met with violence. I was like, I was ready for it. Um, but nobody came, you know, they were, they were in the water like, what, what, what you going to do? What you going to do? And after a minute, nobody was coming. I was like, all right, well, I'm going to sit down and hold the baby. And I'm still pissed. Like I am breathing through my nostrils, like the bull from Looney Tunes. Like, you know, you can see like the steam coming out. I'm probably beat red. Mm -hmm. Like I Yosemite Sam ass up in there. Like I am ready. Like I am ready to throw down. You're not going to insult my wife for mm-hmm. asking mm-hmm. vulgar language not to be playing literally right next to my six-year-old child like that and it wasn't out of line for me to ask that from you okay like that no. i didn't no. say anything about anything and uh so i sit down and i'm sitting bolt upright in my like a prairie dog you described like it a fucking meerkat. meerkat i got the baby on one hip and i am staring fucking lasers into the dude that is jawboning and just like talking all that mad bullshit um, and my sister-in-law was like, just let it go, Will. It's okay. Just let it go. Let it go. And I was like, and they started again. They started talking. They started looking over at my wife and I, I, I pointed, I pointed out there at them. I, I pointed my finger out and I was like, don't. And they looked back at me and they started talking shit to me. And I was like, that's fine. You can talk shit to me. Like, and I raised my other hand, like what, you know, what, like, come on, like, come on up here. I know for a fact that other men on this beach will, 
help me take you down if I have to, or at the very least restrain you. And if you really come at me, like you get in a face full of pocket sand. And oh you're, yeah, you're gonna, pocket sand, I know big you're drunk time. And you're not gonna feel the first couple, but you'll feel the next couple tomorrow. Like I'll make sure of it. Um, you're gonna eat fucking beach, you know. And I'll tell the cops I was defending myself because I wasn't. You can come to me, like. Ultimately, they decided not to accept my invitation to be about it, as opposing to just talk about it. And oh, like, shit! I did not really want to fight, and ultimately I was embarrassed that I let myself be that provoked in yeah, front of my children. Yeah, but it's tough, man. But it's hard. In that situation... I, I in that situation, I couldn't let... No, you know, no. I, just, I wasn't going to let the transgression of my wife go, and I was happy to keep the attention on myself right. as opposed to her. So let um, me ask you this, Will, okay? After this, how, how much longer are you at the beach and they are also at the beach at the same time as you guys? Give it about 10 or 15 minutes and they come out of the water and gather their stuff and talk about, oh, got to get out of here. Let's take it to the pool and make sure it's on the E for everyone playlist for these fucking Democrats. And they went on up to the they fucking were still talking shit, still talking the political shit. I like I, I was like, I don't know where that came in. Right. Like yes. that kind of surprised me because I mean, I am to change a song. Yeah, I asked you to change a, a, a vulgar lyric song. Like, one would think that family values were strong with the crowd on the right. So I don't know why asking for a little help with some family values makes me a fucking Democrat. I don't know, man. But, uh, what, you know, whatever. However they want to label me, that's so fine. So then... They changed the song. They get out of there. Left the beach and went up to the pool. Okay. Um... Were they staying in the and same I'm place as you guys? Yeah, staying in the same condo. Like, I'm sitting bolt oh, up Oh, no, bro. So did by. you... Like, hold on. I, I, I didn't know this detail. Did you have to see them periodically through the rest of the trip? Only once more. I saw them once more. When was this? The next day. They We had set up at the beach early, and they came down to the beach. Not early, mind you, this... Fat Daddy was probably hungover, so... This big, bad doo-doo daddy. Oh, he had the biggest beer belly, the brightest sunburn, Oof. you know. Oof. Looking Short like... hair, crew-cut ginger. Looking like one tattoo, of those... Oh. I think it was West Virginia. I wanted to I wanted to weaponize the state against him, but I, I wasn't ready to provoke any further than yeah, my... Yeah, you're in Alabama. You're fucking all talk, you know. Um, man. <laughs> so, on the second encounter... Were there was there any more shit talking or was it just no? Off, there was a little no awkward. more shit talk. There was heat vision, right? Like again, oh. like there was the laser stare and oh. the daring one another to, you know, a, a, a nonverbal game of chicken. Like, uh oh, come on over if you, you know if you feel in froggy, buddy, we'll jump. Uh oh, you know? <laughs> if you feel in froggy, buddy, we'll jump. He says, all right, well. So listen, I'm gonna play a lo-fi. We're gonna we're gonna. I'm a woo side. Out yeah, woo side. You're not gonna be lot. able to hear the lo-fi because I guess my screen share is fucked up again. I'll fix it before we record again. But we'll come I will back. Channel the lo-fi. Yeah, we'll hear we'll hear some from for, from some friends and then we'll wrap this up. So here we go. All right. Well, I'll pay you ten thousand dollars to come for the weekend and just take a year's worth of foot pics. Dude, easy money. That's easy money. I could, I would do that for no money. <laughs> Us, he's royalty. King Tom, the king of all time. You talk. 
monster, it was Boba! I want you to be different from us. Don't tattoo your dick, tattoo your dick. Big old kiss on the turkey neck. How's it going, patrons? Listen, you get look at look at what you get, huh? Now that's sick. I'm just gonna put my penis through this hole with my pants. It's gonna be wild. Pause says I could be in Star Wars. They could also do a second book of Boba Fett, or not take him out of two of his own. guys want to send a voicemail or an email blueharvestpodcast at gmail.com so i'm gonna play we only have one voicemail will it's from mr 100 kobe i'm gonna play that old school style just through my phone since uh my setup is we only got one yep yep we only got one we'll do it old school style because since we've been gone for two weeks i don't want to push his, his voicemail back even further you know right right the man took time out of his day to send us a voice message Huh? All right. Appreciate it. Appreciate it, Kobe. From Mr. 100, Kobe. Hey, awesome Will. It's your boy, Kobe, a.k.a. Mr. 100. How's it hanging? Hopefully it's hanging clean. You know it. All that good stuff. Um, Real quick one today, fellas. Just getting off work. I'm working a lot lately. Um, You know, it's it's, it's hot. I'm not thriving out here. Um, Really hot where I'm at. And... I just, I just, I need a little pick me up, fellas. So I, I just, I need something from you. I've been loving just the little, you know, the slow Star Wars news times with the, the good old Haas and Will classic banter. Like honestly, as much as I love Star Wars, that's why I'm here. I'm here for the Haas and Wills-ness. I love it. Love the banter. Love the, <laughs> all that, all the random goofiness. Um, I have one request. Right until Ahsoka, while it's still slow these next couple weeks or this week, I guess. I just want each of you just to tell me a good old story, a good old Haas and Will well, story. Well, well. It can be funny, it can be heartwarming, it can be embarrassing, whatever. I just want you guys to tell me a story, particularly maybe involving you or you guys' as friends or college days or your childhoods or, or whatever. I just want to hear a good old story. So that would really give your boy a little pick-me-up in this, this hot-ass weather. Because goddamn, it's hot out here. All right, I won't hold you up any longer. Peace out, fellas. Keep it up. Well, well, do we have an episode for you, Kobe? (laughs) Right. Dude, I should be happy with this one. I thought of a Halls and Will story the other day that that is like early on, pretty early on in us being friends. And it's when we took the trip to Tuscaloosa to see the Aqua Teen Hunger Force movie with my sister and Goose. Yeah. Do you remember that story? Of course I do. Oh, my God, dude. Talk about that was Stony so Baloney. 
And then it was like, so much fun. My sister and Goose were like, "What have you brought us to watch? What is this? This is weird." They had yeah. never seen Aqua Teen before. It's a bad time to start. <laughs> and that's yeah, that's like throwing somebody into the deep end of the Aqua Teen pool, taking them to see the yeah. movie. And then we get the back movie before anything else. <clears throat> we get back. It's real late at night. Everybody in the, else in the house is asleep, and Will and I are sitting in the kitchen, and Will is making batches of ramen and cheese. Oh, yeah, ch cheesy Chipotle ramen. I had the and bro, we, Tabasco, the Chipotle Tabasco. I'm pounding servings of cheesy ramen, and something, oh, Stony Baloney, starts making me laugh. Do you remember this? I'm like one of those really hard laughs that you can't control oh like where your tummy hurts. And then just out of nowhere with no warning, I didn't feel bad or sick. Just started projectile vomiting, cheesy ramen. <laughs> Do you remember this? I was laughing <laughs> yeah, while I was throwing yeah. You were <laughs> laughing stupid. and throwing up at the same stupid, time. And it was man. mildly spicy. Yeah, oh yeah. I remember. Bruh, stupid. Stupid, man. I no wonder. I, something close to that same time, I remember. Um, oh my goodness. This was. Okay, so. I am guilty as charged as being the dirty hippie in college, right? I was the flip flop wearing long hair, having, mm -hmm. you know, I was, I was, I was a, a chill bro. And, uh, and one time, one of the first, you know, Hawes and I were cool, but one time we went to the hunk club. And this night we were drinking. Oh, Lord. And it was karaoke. Oh, Lord. And we decided to sing Tenacious D. Um, tribute. Tribute. And we rocked the fuck uh, out of that song. I don't know, I don't know that, if you know this, we but like, not. <laughs> hair was blown to the back nah, of the man. in the fucking hunt club. Maybe. I don't you. know if you, you weren't where I was standing on that stage, my man. <laughs> well, we I left wasn't standing on the, on the stage at all. Jack Black would have been fucking proud yeah, of know. what we did on the stage that evening. Man, and we went club. and we had a solemn moment in the bathroom together. And you're like, <laughs> <laughs> a solid moment in the bathroom together. Mm -hmm. Yep, we went and we went to the bathroom, and you're like, "Dude, we should hang out in your room one night." And I was like, "All right, man, I got you. I got you. I totally got you." Didn't know you wanted to hang out with me in my room, with the window cracked open. Play some Gears uh -huh. of War, Stony Baloney. Started a beautiful friendship. Sure did. It sure did. Sit in there with my little laptop, play World of Warcraft on my laptop, sitting on the recliner in your room yeah and whole then we were done playing seat. vizier games we would put on the xbox visualizer oh and God. music and, eat and we would be transported to another dimension <laughs> and we would eat we would be snacking buddy snacking <laughs> bro snacking i remember snacking one like time a gas station buddy one time my head comes out of the cloud of smoke and like you just snap back to reality and i turn and look at will and will is holding a bottle of Hershey's chocolate syrup <laughs> over his head, just pouring it right in his mouth. And he stops and he looks at me and he goes, I know this is bad, but I don't care right now. And I go, let me hold that for a second. I want to try uh, that myself. There's a time and place for everything. I guess. In buddy. college. It's called college. Yeah, it's called college. Uh, this one's from our buddy Sam. He says, howdy, Halls and Will. The Patreon content with the Rebels rewatch has been awesome, and this season leading up to Ahsoka has been so great. 
Other than the awesome HasLab Ghost, is there anything that really stood out to you merch-wise that was revealed at Comic-Con that you're going to get? Also, I know you've become a part cryptid podcast, so I wanted to ask you both about a cryptid from near you all that I just learned about this week. Have you both heard of the Alabama leprechaun? Yeah, we've... I just discovered the internet video of the news team interviewing people looking into trees to see the leprechauns, and I wondered if you guys had ever seen something like that down there. <laughs> Anyways, keep doing great things, my dudes, and I will catch up with you soon. Best wishes, Sam. I don't really remember. Oh, it's not Star Wars merchandise, but they showed off Bloodsport figures, Will. They're coming out with Bloodsport figures. Oh, wow. You know I'm getting those, my dude. Of course yeah, I'm getting totally. those. That's an immediate buy. Steve might buy his first adult action figure <laughs> because of that. You know what Blood I mean? Uh -huh. Well, Steve has always been like, you guys and your toys. That's adorable. Steve Cobra's favorite segment. Yeah, just wait until you got a pre-order for a Frank Dukes and a Chong Lee, Steve. See what happens then, huh? Yeah. That huh was brought to you by. See Steve. how much you like those toys. Yeah, they're awesome. <clears throat> um, yeah, we've definitely seen the Alabama Leprechaun video from down in Mobile. I don't know that I have. You've never seen the Alabama Leprechaun video, Will? I don't think so. Um, let me see if I can pull it up for you. Yeah. You've never seen anybody see the leprechaun say yeah? Oh my god, hold on. While no. you watch it, mute your mic and watch it and I'll play it for the podcast so they can hear okay. the, the audio. It's not a long video. What do I just search Alabama leprechaun? Yeah, if you just start typing Alabama lep it's going to come right up. Alabama leprechaun. Here it is. Alabama leprechaun. Here we go. The original coming by the dozens to get an up-close view at what some say is a piece of Irish folk folklore. Some people in the Crichton area of Mobile say a leprechaun well, Justin, is taking up residence in their neighborhood. A leprechaun. NBC 15's <laughs> Brian Johnson has more. Curiosity leads to large crowds in Mobile's Crichton community, many of you bringing binoculars, camcorders, even camera phones to take pictures. To me, it looked like a leprechaun to me. I got to do look up in the tree. Who else in the leprechaun say yeah? yeah! Eyewitnesses say the leprechaun only comes out at night. If you shine a light in its direction, it suddenly disappears. This amateur sketch resembles what many of you say the leprechaun looks like. Others find it hard to believe and have come up with their own theories and explanations for the image. My theory is it's casting a shadow from the other limb. Could be a crackhead that got hold to the wrong stuff and it told him to get up in a tree and play a leprechaun. We're going to get down to the bottom of this. Yes, still on there, guy. Don't be afraid. Don't be afraid, man. This guy, helping to direct traffic, says he's prepared for his encounter with the leprechaun. He's suited up from head to toe. This wars off spells right here. This is a special leprechaun flute, which has been passed down from thousands of years ago from my great-great-grandfather, who was Irish. I just came to help out. Others just came to get lucky in hopes a pot of gold may be buried under this tree. I'm going to run a backhoe and uproot that tree. I want to know where to go. I want to go. Give me the go. I want to go. 
This is Brian Johnson, NBC 15 News. Will, did you finish watching that? I did. I did finish watching now, that. Now, for anybody that's never seen that and think, thinks that's like a made-up thing, like an internet, you know, like somebody made that up. No, that was an actual news clip. That really happened. My mm. favorite guy to this day is the guy that's there directing traffic that's got... He's got body armor on. He's like, this, he's got body armor. This, this is my war, flute. This is my special leprechaun flute that was passed down through my family. Thousands of years. My great, great, great grandfather's Irish. I'm yep. just here to help. Yep. Dude. You've never Good seen people. that? Had never seen that. Oh, my goodness. That was pretty good, though. Um. So my mom. I will tell you. Oh, yeah. Go ahead. If you hang out in the woods. Uh, for long enough, mm-hmm. at, especially towards dusk, you will see things that your brain uh, tries very hard to make sense of that sometimes it doesn't know how to. You know, I I haven't ever seen anything crazy, but I happened when I was a teenager and we had a chunk of land back in the woods. I was back in there one day just traipsing about the woods, like doing the whole Aragorn thing, just getting to know the bush. And I encountered a snake that, uh, as a kid, I thought, I mean, I I say kid, I was probably 14, 15. I was like, oh, this is a python. This is a python or an anaconda. No one did damn well. It's not a fucking anaconda, right? Anacondas live in the fucking rainforest, can't survive in Mississippi. But I, to this day, will stand by the fact that it was probably a let go python or something. Because that was the longest fucking snake I have ever seen in my life and it you know longer than a rattlesnake or any other fucking kind of snake just seemed and it was big around too I and I was just surprised that I had run into a constricting snake that wasn't native to that habitat you know like like those are invasive species so it was it surprised me that I found that in the woods but I was deep back in there (laughs) um so mama Burkhart will end we'll end the episode with a mama Burkhart some mama burkhart questions how's that sound mm, so that sounds great she says hi son and adopted son i've been hearing y'all talk about darth vader and the sith please explain to me what the difference is between them love y'all mama b so mom darth vader is a sith he's a sith lord so there's a difference between someone that uses the dark side and someone who is a sith apparently the rules and reasons little nebulous but Sith is like the ultimate evil in the Star Wars universe. It's the ultimate personification of evil and corruption yeah. and lust for power. Yeah, from what I understand, you know, there's a difference between falling to the dark side and becoming a Sith. Yeah. Like it's bad to fall to the dark side. Like but everybody yeah, but has dark, a dark side. Dark side is always going to be there, right? Um, right. And the Sith for like, the, are kind of like a parasite on the dark side, I guess. Yeah, like a cancer in the dark side or something, right? That's, right, exactly. That's like even a, a further perversion of it. And it's what the, the the presence of Sith is what throws the force out of balance. So in Star Wars, Mom, when they talk about like Anakin's going to bring balance to the force, that prophecy is basically saying that he's going to destroy the Sith and then the force is just balanced light side and dark side now. Now the prophecy gets a little twisted because as part of that process, he goes evil, he becomes a Sith, he kills children and a whole bunch of other people. 
and then Luke brings him back to the dark light side. He picks up old crusty ass Palpatine and throws him down in a hole. So the prophecy does come true. He does destroy the Sith when he becomes when he goes back to the light side. Um, long story short. Uh, she also wants to know, is Ahsoka based on something that happens before or after the Clone Wars, Mom? Way after. Ahsoka is in the same timeline as like Mandalorian and Book of Boba Fett, right? So you remember yeah. in uh, Mandalorian Season 2 when she shows up and she she's who tells everybody that uh, little Yo baby Yoda's name is Grogu. Um, and then she shows up in uh, Book of Boba Fett and she's hanging out with Luke. Presumably, most, if not all, of Ahsoka is going to take place after that. But it's all part of that same after Return of the Jedi timeline, Mom. So it's like uh, close to 30 years after or something. It's like 19 years in between the end of the Clone Wars and A New Hope. Then three years after that would be 22. Then a year 24. Yeah, it's like 30 years after the Clone Wars. Somewhere there's abouts. Little quick maths in my head, Will. Did you hear that? Yeah, You're proud that was, of me? I liked it. Quick hot math. <laughs> All right, buddy. Well, thanks for uh, recording with me. I'm glad you're back. Oh, yeah. It's good to be back. I'm sorry you almost had to get into a, a fracas, a fracas. I, you assholes. know, afterward, after they left in a huff, I got up and took my daughter to the surf for a little while. And I kept getting these nods, you know, like I would get the silent cowboy nod from mm -hmm. the other dudes on uh -huh. the beach. They were like, I hear and you. I, and I, I kept thinking to myself, I had more backup than I thought. I thought I was going to have to solo these dudes. And I guess in retrospect, I had more backup than I thought. So, yeah, man, my yeah, faith man. in humankind is not completely lost. Well, that's good. So listen, you know what would make my faith in humankind not completely lost? If you guys left mm. us a review on iTunes. <laughs> and if you checked out High Potion with me and our buddy Steve talking about video games. And you checked out Stoned Cobra. They made her theme song, the music for her theme song. iTunes, Spotify, and at stonecobra.bandcamp.com. And we'll see you guys next week. We got to get Will calmed down a little bit. You don't mm. got to tell the story ever again, buddy, If unless you want to. It's a good <laughs> story. It is a good story. I'll tell the story whoever asks and wants to listen. You know what? You're going to tell that story to Liam years from now. I told it. I told my sister-in-law, I was like, the only reason that didn't come to blows is because, number one, I was holding the baby, and number two, nobody came to get any is the reason that didn't happen. Yeah, but can you imagine because... the family story? You want to talk about something getting passed down? From generation to generation, like a Calicori from Star Wars Rebels, listen to this, is Will's story of how he fucking four-on-one beat four dudes' asses on the beach with Midori Amabudakai. It was going to get dirty, man. It was yeah. going to get dirty. Pocket it sand, was not throat gonna be punches polite. and shit. Yeah. Uh -uh. Yeah, exactly. No, nah, man. I was going to break knees. If it's you versus four dudes, like... Nut yeah. punches all around. You get a nut punch. Yeah. You get a nut punch. You're like the Oprah of nut punches. You get I a nut punch. I was going to snap fingers like Jackie Chan, dude. <laughs> all right. Well, hey, man. Maybe waiting to do that until next week so we got another story. <laughs> <laughs> until then, this has been Blue Harvest. I'm Hawks Burkhart. And I'm Will Whitten. May the force be with you. 
May the force be with all of you. May the force be with us.